Welcome to the Built Different Podcast. Yeah. I am your host, Will May. Yes, you are. And this I am. And I'm with one of my funniest agents at this brokerage and would become one of my best friends. I'm with Jeff Foreman. Hey, How are you? Doing? the nicest thing you've ever said about me. <laughs> Thank you, because we're on camera. Oh, shoot. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, all right, so we're going to get into a conversation today that I have no idea where it's going to go because you always seem to throw a curveball at me, but let's just hop right in, Mr. Foreman. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, we start off with a few questions, and then we're going to kind of get into your story and the success you've had over the past year. Okay. If you could write a book today, what would you write about, sir? So I've thought long and hard about this one, and I think the book that I would write about, I've always thought about this. Is So my family, we're kind of unique. So my wife and I homeschool our boys. We've got four little boys. We homeschool, and my wife works, well, she, she does like part-time work from home, and then her main job is obviously taking care of the kids, which is super hard. Mm-hmm. So, and then <clears throat> depending on the week, I'm home a lot as well. So, I was that. So, I kind of consider ourselves like a stay-at-home family. Yeah. So, I'd like write a book about that. Yeah, I mean that's be been such a big transition too from working full time before for how many years? Yeah. Well, I mean we were at Boys Town for like four years. So we we lived together with the with like uh, eight high school boys at a time. Dang. Yeah. So I mean we were we were together then. And then I worked at a church for like, I don't know, three, three or so years, I think. Cool. So at that point, yeah, it was, and I was away from my family. Um, so it was kind of interesting, you know, because for my first three boys, first three kids, I was home mm-hmm. like all the time. And then um, we left Boys Town, <clears throat> had our fourth, and I was working full time. So it was like. Big change. Yeah. And I couldn't be home for him as he, when he was little, like really little. So, you know, right about when, when he turned one is when I left to be an agent, mm-hmm. be, you know, and became full-time. So I was able to be at home again with him. So basically all four kids I've had the blessing to be able to stay at home with. So it'd be yeah. pretty, it's been pretty sweet. I mean, that's awesome. And I'm, we're, we're going to get a little bit into how you guys balance all of that. Because yeah. we all know as agents what it's yeah. like to be full-time and to run a business and to have the success that you're having. Um, but somehow you're, um, you know, from the outside, creating a really good sure. family environment um, at home too. And I think that takes a lot of courage and takes a lot of work, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Number two question. What is the biggest misunderstanding of being a real estate agent? I think personally that the biggest misconception is that, you know, basically we just put a sign in the yard and collect a big paycheck. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of work on the front end, first of all, just to find clients, you know, and then, you know, the work we do behind the scenes, you know, um, before listing a house, you know, after listing the house, during the, after contract, Mm -hmm. you know, contract to close, there's a lot of work that happens behind the scenes that a lot of people aren't aware of. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. So I think, I think that's the biggest one. Yeah. And I think it comes down to us being able to communicate that to our, Mm -hmm. to our clients in our database. Right. So, um, from the media looking in, it seems as if we don't present any value whatsoever. And like you said, we're putting a sign in the yard and we're getting paid. So yeah, especially so, those girls out in California that have that show. Well, they work and hard too, you right? watch that a lot, don't you? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the third question, what do you see happening in the market right now? Yes. I mean, right now at this very moment, you know, it's, we're kind of in the off season. I feel like um, there was a bit of a slowdown. I feel like in the fall, you know, once school gets kicked in, People slowed down. Um, plus, we had like an interest rate rate hike. It went up to almost eight and a half percent. You know, so people really pumped the brakes then. But then, you know, now it's kind of dropped a little bit more. So I feel like people are starting to come out again. But it's still not full fledged swing, uh, spring, obviously. Yeah. You know, so I think for buyers, it's like I've noticed for my buyers at least, it's 
a little bit easier to get under contract. There's less competition. Mm -hmm. But then for the sellers on you know on their side, it might take a little bit longer. Houses aren't flying off the shelves like they were in the spring, but the buyers are more serious. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. <clears throat> With the interest rate piece of things, like as you know, certain sources are saying, hey, over the next year we're the Fed's gonna be more accommodating to mm -hmm. home purchases, right? So we might see some some dropping over the next year or so. How are you handling those conversations with your clients and keeping them in the market sure. right now? Yeah, I mean, my message is that, like, first of all, we don't know, right? We don't know what's gonna happen. They could go up, they could come down, they could stay the same. We don't know, right? If they go up, <clears throat> well, then guess what? Buyer demand might come down, right? So if you need to sell your house, now might be the time in that situation, right? If they come down, well, then the buyers are going to have a lot more competition, right? So you, you can never really time the market. You never know what's going to happen. So my message to my clients is really, what is your situation right now, mm -hmm. right? Does it make sense for you right now to make a move, to sell your house, you know, what have you? Don't wait till spring if, you, if your situation calls for a move now. Yeah, that's really good. Um, you're literally just looking out for what they may need to hear at that time, right? Yeah. Um, all right, so so for people that maybe don't know, you've been selling real estate for how long? About a year and a half. A year and a half. And so um, you've had a pretty quick progression in terms of units and production and, you know, getting in the top eight in our in our brokerage. And now you're, what have you sold in the last, you know, 30, in the last, sorry, 12 months? Uh, right now I'm at 30. So 30 deals or so. So when I have agents come in, new agents all, all the time are asking me, hey, what is possible in your first year. And I use you as a standard a lot of time. I've seen this happen. I've seen this work. Um, did you just step in and make everybody laugh all the time? And that's how you got to 30 units because you tend to, you know, be a funny person. You have a lot of humor about you. You connect with people pretty well. Um, like what was it that made you get to a place where you stepped in and within a year and a half, you're a 30 unit producer by yourself? I mean, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of factors there. I mean, I think for one, <clears throat> you know, I had a good coach. <laughs> this guy. No, you know, and um, I had my wife who just really pushed me, mm -hmm. you know, and the, the other thing too is I, I just jumped in, you know, I had a full-time job or I had a salary and, you know, my wife and I, we just kind of, um, we just knew, we just, we just felt like God was calling us to jump in full force. Mm -hmm. So we did. So I jumped in, um, I quit my job in like May of what, 21? 22, yeah. 22, sorry, yep. May of 22. Mm-hmm. Um, I quit my job and I jumped in um, full time and it was like sink or swim. Yeah. You know, so I made my contacts week after week after week, um, just kind of casted a big net over my people I know and, you know, just kind of built up the pipeline, I guess. You know, I think um, another part of it too is, you know, my wife and I, we've been, we've been doing um, rentals and we flipped a few houses over the last, you know, five years. So I think to it wasn't like I was just jumping into a new industry that I didn't know anything about. Yeah, you had a, a sense about what it was. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot, a lot of new pieces, to, you know, to selling that I didn't know about before and that I that I had to learn. But you know, in general, I had a pretty good knowledge of the market and of um, yeah, you know, just like real estate in general. Yeah. So and honestly, like knowing you from day one, you got your license in February, and yeah. you said I want to go full time. I think it was February when you ended up passing. Twenty two. Yeah. Yep. And then you said, I want to go full time in six months. You made it happen in three. Yeah. Three or so. So like, yeah. um, I'm so proud of what you've been able to do over the past year and a half. And it's been fun to watch. It's been inspiring for other people. You're kind of setting the standard of what's possible for those new folks coming into the market. And at least in our brokerage, what was that like going from 
you know, I'm going to go full time in six months. I'm trying to balance my home life, a job full time, wanting to get into a new career all the way up until you made that jump. What was that whole progression like? Yeah, you know, so I got my license in February of 22, like you're saying. Um, And really, at that point, I just really started, you know, while I was at my full time job, I just started making the contacts right away. You know, so I started kind of making the list of, okay, this person says May, this person says, you know, March, April, et cetera, et cetera, all that kind of stuff. Okay, break there real quick. What the heck are you saying? As a new agent, sure. you're still working full time. You haven't sold a house yet, so sure. they're probably asking how many houses you sold. You're like none. Yeah. What's going on? What are you saying? You know, literally, I just told them. I, I just told them, you know, hey, I'm starting a new job. I'm starting coming into a new industry. Um, I'm going to be a realtor. I'm going to sell some houses, and you know, I, I don't know. I kind of like what I was saying before. I think people already kind of had an idea that I knew. The industry, you know, because my wife, Amanda and I, we were pretty vocal on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like we, she, especially her, she did a lot of posts about like our flips, our rentals, how it was all going. So I think people already kind of had a, a conception of us that we were like real estate people. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, so I don't think when I reached out to people, I don't think they were like, oh, who's this guy? This is crazy. You know, this is crazy. What are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. you're going into a brand new industry and. Which, you know, that might be kind of crazy if with somebody with four kids and, you know, jumping <laughs> yeah. off like that if they didn't know about the industry already. Yeah, but you, I mean, it sounds to me like you were just honest with them. Yeah. Like, you didn't worry. Did you go into those conversations thinking, like, I have never sold a house and I don't know if they're going to trust me? Like, how did you deal with that kind of? Yeah, you know, there was, there was definitely some of that, you know, because it's like, you know, there's so many realtors out there. There's, what, 3,000, 4,000 in Omaha alone? 3,180. Yep. 3,180 in Omaha alone, right? So there's plenty of people they can they can go after, you know, um, that they could use that they, you know, and, and, and also I went into it knowing like everybody knows like three or four realtors, mm-hmm. you know, so I didn't expect everyone to use me, but I just kind of put myself out there, you know, like, hey, if you are thinking about this in the next year or whatever, you know, I'd love to help out, you know, and just kind of be real with them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think people appreciate that, just like the honesty and just the transparency and... Um, yeah, that's big. And so when you when you went through that, you know, making those initial calls, announcing, hey, I'm getting into real estate. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what you're doing is you're asking them to just come on this journey with me. Hey, we're going to go figure this out. Yeah. Um, you always have you always tie everything back to your family. Yeah. And I think that means a lot to your people. And it brings mm-hmm. out the real authentic version of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that served you really, really well at the beginning. Yeah. Um, how did how did that month before kind of like making the jump full time? Did you second guess yourself? Um, did you say, like, is this too early? Should I not be doing this? Yeah, you know, so it, it was kind of crazy. Like, so like in February, my wife and I, Amanda and I, we uh, were kind of like this summer, we're going to have to, we're going to make the jump. You know, it was kind of the, the game plan, right? Um, and then like, we kept having doubts. We had a lot of doubts, but every time we felt like we just kind of got signs and, you know, that, no, this is what you're supposed to do. You have to trust, you know, that like God was saying, no, we got to trust that I'm going to provide for mm-hmm. you. You know, and I'm going to make it all work out. Yeah. And it's all going to be fine. So, yeah, there were a lot of times of doubt and, you know, questioning and worry, you know. Um, but even, like, like the day before, you know, I told my boss <laughs> that I was going to go. It, it, it was funny. So, there's this job that I had always wanted. Like, even when I was at, like, my boy, even at Boys Town, I always wanted this job. And they never had, they never were hiring anybody for this particular position. So, Basically, the day before I was going to tell my boss, I get a, I wake I wake up to this text 
from this guy saying, hey, we've got a position open. I want you to interview. And I'm like, Dang. are you freaking kidding me? You know, so it was kind of one of those things like, is, is this like a temptation to mm-hmm. tempt me away from what I'm supposed to do? Is this, you know, just to, to see if I'm really um, like totally on board, totally trusting that this is what I'm supposed to do? You know, or is this like a sign that, hey, no, you're not supposed to do real estate. You're supposed to come and do this other thing. You know, <clears throat> so anyways, I interviewed for the thing and, I, and I, I, my gut was, I think real estate's the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my gut. But I was like, you know, I've got to check this out just in case. Yep. And so I interviewed, didn't get it. So that was kind of the answer. Yeah. <laughs> you, it, know, and, you, you did interview yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. I love it. So one one thing, I was reading a book the other day, and it talked about what you just said, right? Like um, the obstacles in the way once you make a decision, like, yeah. hey, I'm going to move towards this direction. And what it said was... Um, Whenever we want to accomplish something, maybe it's losing weight, uh, maybe it's stopping an addiction or changing careers. Yeah. We The first thing we do is we present that idea to the world. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm going to be working on this and this is my goal. And I, and I say these things. Um, and what happens is we're alerting the evil forces of this world sure. and saying, hey, this is what I want. We're telling them this is what I'm trying to do. And then we are frustrated when there's obstacles on the way. Yeah. Right. If we went into that with a different approach of, hey, this is going to be a little bit of a challenge. This is going to be something that our our, um, obstacles are thrown at me, but I see the end goal and what I want to do. It makes it a little bit easier if you can pull yourself out of the day to day. Right. And that's what you had to do. Minus the fact you went on the interview. I love that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So when you, as you kind of went through, we're full time now and, and your progression to 30 units, your first Full year, full time is incredible. It's it's something that we don't see in this um, in this market at all. Um, was it easy? No, you know there <clears throat> there's a lot of ups and downs. You know, because like there's every time you reach out to somebody, even even still to this day, you know, there's that question of like, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to annoy them. You know, they're gonna they're gonna think I'm just, you know, using them for X, Y, and Z to get business. You know, which which. It's like, you know, I got to support my family. That's kind of the life of a salesman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something, but, but at the same time, like I do care about these people, right? You do care about them as human beings and you want to help them, you know, meet their needs, you know, but there's, there's always that fear of like, you know, what are they going to think of me? Mm-hmm. Right. And like I said, even to this day, I, I have those thoughts and those temptations and there's some weeks where I let it get the best of me and I don't, you know, I don't do the calls I need to do. You know, but, you know, overall, you just press forward and you keep going and, yeah, you trust that it's going to work out. You trust the process, right? Exactly. Um, do you think we focus on mental health of, you know, like being a real estate agent, agent enough? You know, I think we do for the most, like you and I, we talk about that a lot, you know, because there is a, there's a lot of, like, Ugh, yeah. stuff in your brain, you mm-hmm. know, like in a lot of that, that like, oh, they're not going to want to talk to me. They're not, you know, they're going to get upset. They're going to whatever, like that messes with your brain, mm-hmm. you know? And like I said, there, there's weeks, there's days like this last year, to be honest, there's been a lot of that in me, you know, like I would say, I don't know, 50% of the time this last year, if not more, mm-hmm. I've just kind of been in this like funk about, you know, you know, just not wanting to do the calls, not wanting to reach out to people, just worrying about, um, you know, like we've been talking about what they're going to think, et cetera. And, um, but it's, I don't know. I think it, you know, kind of what we've talked about is like, you just got to reframe your mind. You know, you just got to kind of think the opposite thoughts, positive self-talk, all that kind of stuff to cope with those worries and those, um, fears. And, I, and I, you know, from agents I've talked to, I think there's a lot of that that oh, yeah. goes on and, and, I, I think we're not 
a lot of times we're not honest about it because like um, you feel self-conscious and kind of shameful, I think, about that kind of stuff. About, I agree. You know, like if, whether it's like depression, anxiety, any of that kind of stuff, like it's just kind of like a taboo. But I think probably like 99% of the population has probably been through that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, um, yeah, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm kind of at, I, I hope, I think the tail end of that right now myself, <laughs> you yeah. know, I've kind of been going through a lot of that kind of stuff this last year. When you went, um, you know, whether yeah. it's therapy or whether it's reading yeah. or meditation, different yeah. things that we do to, to manage these things, what we have, the whole journey, especially mm -hmm. in sales, it kind of presses things along a little bit more yeah. uh, quickly is to understand that we can put all of our value in a unit goal or a monetary mm -hmm. sure. goal, but that doesn't serve us long term. Yeah. Right. And I think that's yeah. something we all have to learn, whether it takes one year or 15 <laughs> years yeah. in whatever industry we're in, is that it's all about um, understanding who we are. Yes. What we value, what's important in our life. Mm -hmm. And once we reframe that piece of it, that's when, you know, we can, we say cope with it, right? Sure. It's when we can start to um, make gains when it comes to our mental health. Yeah. And so what, if, like for you, what's been the What's been the turn there, like in the past, sounds like the last month or two? Yeah. What's been the turn there? Has it been just like, hey, I'm going to focus on certain things that are good, uh, gratitude? Has it been um, reading therapy? What's been the change for you? Yeah, I think for me, like the biggest part is like, you know, I try to wake up in the morning instead of being like, ah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like that, that's been a lot of it. Like, you know, a lot of mornings I wake up like that, you know, but I've been trying to wake up like, it's going to be a great day. You know, this is going to be a fantastic day. I'm going to get a lot done. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And then then I do the things. Mm -hmm. You know, even if I don't want to do them, I do the things. Yeah. You know, and the days that I do the things are the days that I feel like, well, I got a lot done today. Yeah. You know, and, and it, that... And that also just, like, boosts, I think, all the serotonin and all that kind of stuff in your brain, which just helps you feel better in general. But, I, you know, when I, when I have negative thoughts, I try to reframe them. You know, like, this person's not going to want to talk to me. I think maybe they do need some help right now. Maybe they do need, you know, they're in a situation where they need to go get a new house, you know, what, whatever. And, um, yeah, I, I tell the story a lot. There's, there's a high school friend. This was last Christmas. Um, I, I just texted her kind of randomly and just asked her if she's ever thought about buying a house. And she was like, well, you know, we did, but we were told we couldn't, um, we couldn't make it happen at this point or, you know, whatever. And um, I was like, well, if you could, would you want to? And she's like, oh yeah, definitely. So anyways, I connected her with one of my lenders and they got pre-approved. And then we found, I found them a house that they could celebrate Christmas in. So like, you know, their first house, just all, you know, they were thinking they'd have to wait till spring or after. But um, just from that one text, it led to them having Christmas you know, in a new house. Yeah, that's awesome. With their little kids, yeah. So I mean. Send the freaking text. Yeah, just send the text. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and as we, as, you know, just to kind of wrap up that, mm -hmm. the mental health side of things in terms of like what people are going through, yeah. like talk to somebody. Sure. Oh, know, yeah. Find yeah. somebody, whether, you know, there's obviously professionals or mm -hmm. coach or team leaders or different yeah. things of that nature. You know, be open with those things. We're all kind of dealing with it. Yeah. And so if we can deal with it as one, as a, as a realtor community, I think, you know, it's going to make mm -hmm. each and every one of us better. How, how strong has your faith been in that in, in terms of your guidance? Yeah, I mean, it, that's been very um, foundational. I think that's been very, um, you know, I, I think just trusting, you know, trusting God that he's going to provide, especially if, like, we put the work in, you know, he's going to bless the work. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, he says in scriptures that he, you know, he provides for the lilies of the field and the birds of the air and all that kind of stuff. So how much more will he provide for us? Mm -hmm. You know, um, <clears throat> so I think as long as you're 
kind of putting your faith and your trust in him, he's going to bless you. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a millionaire or a billionaire or whatever, you know, but I think he will give you the means to survive, you know, at the very least, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, but anyway, so just trusting in him and, uh, and, you know, when I, when I am in those times of, you know, distress or whatever, just, just really trying to connect, Yeah, you know, just kind of lean in there. Yeah. And, and it's that idea of like God, universe, service you believe in, right? Um, is not going to put something on your plate you can't handle. Mm-hmm. You're here today. Oh, yeah. We can yeah. keep going as we as we continue yeah. to go. So yeah. um, I love it. As we go back to the first year going from zero to 30 units, yeah. absolutely freaking crushing it. You say do the things. What the heck does yeah. that mean? And what were you doing on a weekly basis? Yeah. So on, so the way I did it a lot is I, I did a lot of text messages, to be honest, because calls still to this day kind of freak me out mm-hmm. for some reason. Like most of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like I can talk to people face to face, but for some reason when it gets to a phone, I just, I'm like, uh, <laughs> yep. so, so I do a lot of texts, you know, just kind of reaching out, um, asking them what their plan is for the next year, the next five years, you know, whatever. And, you know, obviously if they know of anybody that's thinking about buying a house, you know, send them my way kind of a deal, Yeah. you know, so just making those contacts is the biggest thing. Um, also there's scripts and role plays, which I don't always go to as I should. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Coming clean here. <laughs> Coming clean, being honest. <laughs> yes, you know, but but there's there's a good while where I was going, you know, three days a week. Yes. You know, practicing with you and just kind of learning. Um, you know, I I think the biggest part is feeling comfortable, kind of helping yourself feel more comfortable, and 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 in those at those times too, like you're learning more about the market. You're learning. You're just learning more in general. As other agents are kind of talking with you and practicing with you, you just kind of you learn in that. Yeah. And I think one of the bigger like lessons in script mm-hmm. and role play is learn to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Have like, have some fun with this mm-hmm. because once we get to scripting or we want to um, maybe like have the perfect conversation mm-hmm. with this certain person that's going to go a certain way. If we took the expectation away and we just had fun mm-hmm. and we just were present with that person, mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, the right outcome is going to come. Yeah. I think that's kind of the goal and the lesson in script and role play is just you know, feel comfortable messing up. Have fun with it. Yeah. Laugh at yourself. Yeah. Um, how many people did you talk to on a weekly basis for that first year? Oh, dang. The first year, it was any, it was between 50 and 100 a week. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, you were consistently, because I have your number, so I'm going to ask the question I knew the answer sure. to. You were consistently <laughs> at 75 conversations every single week. Yeah. And that, once we got into, like, we started with coaching, and we got to group, and then we individual, right? Yeah. Once we got to individual, we kind of backed off. We were at mm-hmm. 25, 30 units. Yep. We dropped that number down to, like, 40 to 50. Yep. But you spent that whole first year, and we were in group coaching at the time. You were leading that group mm-hmm. consistently, doing 75 conversations a week. Um, did you work your way up to that? Was that did, did you feel burnt out every single week when you did that? No, I mean, it, it was tough work. You know, it was tough work, especially just tracking that in general was, you know, that was working itself. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it felt good making the goal, you know, completing the goal. And, and obviously there's fruit that came from that. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, kind of, kind of the way in my mind, the way I did it, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to send a message or contact 10 people, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get hold of 10 people this week. Most of them are going to say, most of them aren't going to need any help. And that's cool. That's fine. But there might be, there one person, mm-hmm. right? Maybe one Just person, one. even one person a week, right? Even one person out of those a hundred that's like, oh yeah, you know, Two months down the line, I need a new house, whatever. You know, it's, it's worth it. Yeah. You know, just from a, um, like an action standpoint. Yeah. Did you view the nine that didn't say yes as rejection? 
No, I mean, sometimes when they didn't respawn at all, I was kind of like, dang. Dang. The unsubscribers? <laughs> yeah, the unsubscribers, those kind of things. But no, I mean, it was just like, okay, cool. You know, because it's not, at the end of the day, yeah, we're trying to make a living. We're trying to, we're tr but we're not trying to convince people or force people to do something that they don't need to do or shouldn't do. Yeah. Right? Like every, every, like every, for example, every consultation I have with somebody, it's not, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Right? It's, does this make sense? Yeah. Right? It, does it even make sense for you? Is this something you even want to do? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, again, I, like we're not trying to convince anybody. We're just trying to find that person who does need some help. Yeah. So I think that's important. Um, when, when you kind of think about you, you know, your last year and a half, mm -hmm. how did you balance running a whole business, mm -hmm. you know, getting into the top 150 in the market first year out of 3180 It's incredible. Mm -hmm. And balance having four kiddos. Like, yeah. how how was your time? Were you on the phone every night from five to midnight? Like, like we hear realtors, right? Sure. Um, how'd you balance all that? You know, I think you know the biggest thing. I, I think with with the texts that I was sending out because that was kind of my main mode was texts. You know, so I can send them out and kind of be you know send X amount out and mm -hmm. just kind of cast the net. Yeah, kind of how I look at it. You know, and then like throughout the day, I'll get those contacts, you know, and as long as I did the time, took the time, like that was my main job. That's really good. Cast the net yeah. and then. Yeah. Sorry. And wh whoever responds to me, whenever they respond to me, you know, and then that was like my job. If I did that, well, then I did my work for the day, right? Unless I had other, obviously other things I had to do during mm -hmm. that day. Like I had, you know, meetings or showings, you know, obviously those were, but if I had nothing else to do that was my job and if i got that done i was done for the day yeah essentially right and then i could go on with you know taking care of housework helping homeschool the kids um <clears throat> you know we were like last year we were flipping the house we we're getting it ready for airbnb i could do that work um so really that that was just kind of the main thing do your lead gen and then you know you can handle the other things yeah so when we were approached accountability here recently yeah probably the, what three four months ago mm -hmm. Uh, we got Amanda on the phone. Yep. Remember this whole conversation? Um, we went through like what we weren't we weren't feeling motivated and we weren't hitting our contacts. Yep. And it was funny because you came to me and said, "Hey, I gotta figure this out. Like, yep. I'm not doing the things I need to do." Mm -hmm. And we we talk about this all the time. And that's how this conversation started. Of if you were running a sales business, would you would you fire yourself? And you had to answer that question. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yes, I would. <laughs> and and trust me, you're doing more than most people do even at that time. But what did we do it from a pain standpoint to make this um, a little bit to to heighten our accountability a little bit? So I had to run three miles the next morning at like 5 a.m. <laughs> if what? If I didn't make my content, or if I didn't do an hour of lead gen every day, Monday through Friday. You did that for how long? Three, four weeks. Three, four weeks. It was probably, yeah, it was actually probably like four to five weeks, okay. I would say, we got yeah. into that. And you had to text me every day at four, which yeah. was part of the accountability. Yeah, How many true. times did you run? Zero. Wait, once. One time. One time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, did you do that? No, I did it one time. Yeah, you did mess up once and you got to get out and run. That was funny. That was, yeah, that was good. And Amanda was all on board for it, too. She's like, hey, this is what we're going to yeah. have to be doing on this. Yeah, well, because you wanted us to pay like a hundred bucks every time. But then Amanda was like, yeah, we're not doing that because that's punishing me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and we would like, we would get, we'll probably give to a cause that we enjoy. Yeah. So we'll start justifying it. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. funny. <laughs> All right. So as we kind of wrap up the conversation and I, and I appreciate you taking this yeah. time, um, if you could kind of go back 
you know, it hasn't been too long, mm -hmm. to your very first day in real estate, knowing what you've been through mm -hmm. when it comes to like mental health and yeah. all the things that come with uh, learning scripting and putting your presentations together, all that kind of stuff. What would you tell yourself to kind of encourage yourself to get to where you're at now? Honestly, I just say trust the process. You know, just do it, do do your lead gen, make your contacts. You know, and just do the actions, do the do what you got to do. Yeah, you know, trust the process. Talk to your freaking people. Yeah, talk to your people. Yeah, I like it. Listen, I I appreciate you taking time to be on here. I appreciate you being such a good friend to me. Always making me laugh every time I come into the office. Sometimes making me feel uncomfortable, but always making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thanks for being on. Okay. Yeah, buddy. All right, y'all. If y'all got any uh, value from this. I hope you share it. Send it to somebody else. We'll see you next week. Yeah. 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 Yeah.